0: For those just starting out, to those who built their reputation, in the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play-by-Play with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play-by-Play. All right, hey. what's up
1: everybody? Uh, Dustin Jackson here with uh, my boy Ryan Hagan. I'm the cute one. And uh, no, he's not. <laughs> and uh, we're back for another episode of Detail Bookie. We are our continuing our MVP party series. Uh, we got our boy Justin Wamsley with Eco Shine Detailing. Where are they out of, Ryan?
2: Uh, so, Eco Shine actually has multiple locations, so you really okay. can't pin them down to any particular one. But uh, okay. so, yeah, uh, they definitely do um, both mobile <laughs> yeah. and in house. I'm so sorry, Justin. Yeah, we're
1: gonna find out when he comes on. Anyways, we're gonna have him on and uh, find out just where he's located. I
2: That's feel it. like Ryan should know. Um, <laughs> I did, but,
1: but, uh,
2: but hey, put this me on the series
1: spot. this series has been absolutely great. I'm excited about having our guys on. It's great conversation. The, uh, again, the MVP means that they are a user of. DT- Mm bookie which is a software company that helps them run their detailing business they've made that decision and uh, and as they will tell you I think uh, it's been a great one and it's really helped organize and streamline their business so Um, As we dig deep in with them, we're going to talk about things that are going on in their world, Um, some of it detail-related, some of it just personal-related. So, um,
2: series is going awesome and can't wait to continue on. That's right, man. We really want to spotlight our customers because, I mean, without these guys, you know, this wouldn't be possible for us. A lot of these folks that we're having on, you know, they they are big contributors to our group. Um, Yes. They're they're an inspiration to to the younger detailers in the group. Um, You know, Justin's just absolutely killing it, man. He is. They are, man. You know,
1: it's it's really good. He kind of reminds me of myself as far as the shop goes i mean because they do little, it literally everything i mean he mm-hmm. was just talking about ppf which we don't do but they do uh, boats and rvs and and cars and you know he's just a go-getter i mean two shops do we know how hard that is right We know how hard one shop is to you know run and manage imagine two and then with mobile units and stuff. that's a rough one huh? yeah, yeah i can imagine i mean it's it's great and
2: uh, i think it's absolutely awesome what he's got going on that's awesome, man. So we're uh, in addition to having Justin on, yep. uh, you guys there should stay tuned for our hacker hack. Oh man, it's
1: always awesome, just great information.
2: a <laughs> yeah, wealth of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, we're we're gonna show you how to get in between those really hard to reach spots on an emblem, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so if you're polishing an emblem and you get stuff in between, don't we're give gonna it show away. you how Ryan's gonna explain to you how he does it on a daily basis. <laughs> All right, thanks Dustin um, uh, What but, else has bef- been going on. Yeah, before we get to that, um, we have had had some big stuff going on at our shop all week, and it's something that I'm gonna pat our I'll pat ourselves on the back. Um I never do this kind of stuff, but uh, my team has just pulled one off this week. Uh we had the uh Prentice St. Clair. Um he owns a detail shop in California, been detailing since the early nineties, been uh training since the late nineties.
2: That's Ryan St. Clair's dad, right?
1: It is not Ryan St. Clair's dad, no. Oh, it's man, Prentice St. Clair. And um he does have Two daughter, no, two daughters and a son, but they're one of them are, are brother. Okay, right? okay. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so he does consulting. He comes into detail shops. He looks at your processes and how you do things, and he, you know, he he draws up a, you know, um, uh, shoot a plan mm-hmm. as to what he thinks is working great, what he thinks is not working great, on what you can do. A report is what I was thinking of. He writes a report okay. on how you done. And uh, he also is with a member, one of the founding members of the IDA, okay. um, and he he delivers the test and uh, for skills validation, and then um, and certified detailers. So you take the paper test for certified, and, he, and then he validates your skills. Validates He knows You know how to do that You're looking at my patches I
2: was looking at your patches man That's, yep. that's a nice little addition there it, so is. it is You got your Member so patch We got a, a Certified CD, detailer SV. And your skills have been validated And, and then
1: also um, I passed the Marine um, As well Congratulations so, sir Yeah um, But but the guys did great You know They passed the test um, So we got them all New uniforms That you notice uh, There they are right there man, um, Everybody's patched beard. up Looking great um, New pants New hats And all So we're going to work on shoes next As I can tell That's a necessity
2: <laughs> man, shoes no. are a hard thing to keep uh, you know, in good condition in the shop Why does my dad look like Joel upon there? I thought did the you same thing. Yeah, no, go, back. go back. Can we go Can back the, the the first Holy one I man. said when did Joel get here? You said this? that? But, no, I thought it in my head as soon oh, as I, I was like, saw that first one. Wow, oh he looked like
1: Joel La with that hat on. Yeah. That's crazy. That is so funny. Anyways, um, so no, but he came in and he did this great thing, and he and he, and he really made us think about it. So uh, one compliment he gave us is he said we were the most organized and and uh, most, most organized and clean detail shop he's ever been in.
2: That's a very big compliment right there. Dude. You know, this man see plenty of detail shops. Tons of them. So uh, you know, so that
1: was a great thing. But he was able to poke holes into our um, process. You know, he said, "Man, you, you know, some of these things that you're doing, you should look at." And we talked about them, went over them with management went over and with the sales process we are actually going to uh, do some adjustments in some of our services that we're providing in our packages just to fine-tune nice and uh that stuff's awesome man that's how you get better you got to right. be willing to let somebody come in and you know we all think we're great at what we do but you got to be willing to have people come in or have someone come in and really look from the outside in and uh and tell you you know because you get trapped you know, you get trapped in tunnel vision. What are you looking at, Ryan?
2: Uh, Jessica, adjusting your mic because you're not really staying on it. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's all <laughs> right. You're all over the place.
1: Um, so, so you get trapped in tunnel vision when you're in your, you know, when you're in your company, right? And you're not looking at things globally. So when you have someone that comes in and can really think, you know, from a bird's eye view, take a look and say, you know, guys, you should think about this or you should think about that. It's just been a fantastic experience. And like I spoke in my live this morning uh, to our MVP group. You guys that are in the position to be able to do that, you should really consider doing it. It is a financial investment, but let me tell you something: it is eye opening, to say the least. I mean, to have someone come in that's been detailing for that long and take a look at your shop—it's wonderful.
2: Right? Did you have to leave your fillings at the, uh, at the house? Um, yeah, it got a
1: little, it got a little rough and it got a little heated in my office because you know. But we're all passionate about right. what we do, and we're passionate about the decisions that we made to get here. That's right. So when somebody starts to kind of poke at that. A little bit, you know. You know me. I'm yeah. not like, you know. I'm, I'm, I look. I'm, I'm quick uh, to, to voice my opinion, and, um, you know, it just wasn't being heard like I needed it to be, you know, to be heard at oh, one point. And I hate to so, missed that. <laughs> no, but it was great, and that's the way it's. That's the way great things happen. That's they right. have to start like that. Um, passionate people do big things, and and everybody on our team is passionate about what they do,
2: and we do our best just to hang on, dude, because you, uh, you know, and we know that if we can hang on. We're, yes, going we're going places.
1: That's right, well, man. Yeah, and I mean, and it's, so you think of it that way. You know, I think, it, like, without you, we can't do those things. Sure. So it's not a, listen, we're, we're all just pushing this wave together. And, and, and I'm you know, I know that we don't know everything. And I know that we're not perfect at everything. But the best part about knowing that is there's people that do. That's right. And you bring those people in and you ask them to look at what you're doing and say, help me mm-hmm.
2: be great. That's right.
1: And then you take, you know, you take what they say and then you take what you think and you marry those two and you find out what works best for this company and that's what we're gonna do
2: man I love that dude that's why we're gonna to continue to keep getting better and better at everything absolutely it's good stuff man so what else been going on tell me about the uh, uh, what you watched Uh the what what's the same documentary Father Fire oh
1: Father Fire Jody uh, Cedric oh it's on
2: the podcast not the documentary I'm sorry uh,
1: it was a podcast uh, it'll air Monday and um Jody Cedric that the owner I think he's the owner of um, road FS. I know he's an owner I don't know if like he's the sole owner of him and um, rod thank you rod are together whatever it doesn't matter sure. um, but he's he's there at road FS um, those guys for those of you who don't know they they develop great software for detailers as well good friends of ours um, and he invited me to do this um, a podcast that he's doing a series on fathers And entrepreneurship. So, um, guys that 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 have kids and also own businesses, and how those two work and um, together, and how you know. And it it was awesome. You know, it was. We we talked about my dad, and we talked about my my you know my my you know upbringing and you know how it is working with him and then we talked about my kids and and you know uh, for those of you that don't know i married melanie she had three boys and then i have a girl but they're all mine 100 and
2: um four kids is a lot to handle man, four so kids I yeah imagine and
1: three boys that are all boy oh you know yeah right mean? and uh so you know we just talked about that talked about the tr- you know the struggles of of you know keeping up with both ends mm-hmm. and you know how to how to handle that and so if you guys can uh, it's on his face i think it airs on his personal facebook page it may air on roadfest as well but it's uh, called father fire and it's really good
2: definitely check uh, that out it turned
1: out to be a good podcast so
2: awesome man mm-hmm. well um what else we got we want to go ahead and bring justin on or am i missing something here well, yeah, No, you know justin's a family pro, guy too
1: we usually do our pro tip right here right that's right so i'm so sorry I know this for is your first time on set here but we'll let it go
2: all right so what we're going to do now <laughs> is uh i'm going to bring up our software here and today's yeah. pro tip is all about management and it's all okay. about scheduling and okay. it's all about making sure that you have an organized. Uh, process and that you're following it every day, and a lot of that is going to deal with our daily calendar here. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, and so what you're looking at here is our daily calendar at EZN We have three different bays that we call uh, that that you know three different crews that we call bays, and you can see the jobs that are lined up, uh, yesterday's jobs that are lined up, and you know one of them is incurring, and there's different statuses that these jobs excuse me, or in, but um, this keeps us organized. This keeps my team knowing exactly what they're doing and how, how exactly how long they have to do on a job. It also communicates that to the customer. And this consists. So, if you're a road unit or uh, mobile unit, you can uh, you you add your work bay in as a mobile unit, and you mm-hmm. can do those jobs on the road. If you have both, you can add those you know work bays where one of them's in house and one of them's on the road. Oh yeah, um, so
2: like uh, if you do tent or PPF, um, yes. you can have specific bays that are you know that are only going to book uh, your those tent jobs. jobs in there. And so, yeah. you know, it, it's been a really you know big asset to those guys that do have multiple yep. uh, services tied into one business. Like well,
1: that's a lot of detail mm-hmm. companies. You know, they're not just detail and, and and they're doing other things and these guys are bringing in other services and so our software has to accommodate to that yeah. and uh i feel like we've done a really good job of setting those work bays up where you can use those to manipulate your schedule or you know um especially if you're a part-timer we've signed right. a few of those lately oh we, a lot
2: of you know cops and firemen they yeah. might you know be part-time but they, their hours are so funky yeah, that, that right, literally right. i mean you have to have a lot of customization there yeah
1: so that's today's pro tip good one ryan you always uh bring in the heat you just don't know when to deliver it that's correct
2: (laughs) was i supposed to deliver it there i don't know (laughs) know.
1: all right let's uh let's bring our boy justin wamsley on let's talk to him about eco shine and uh first thing we're going to find out is where it's located
2: what's
0: up justin what up guys how you doing brother i'm doing great doing great thanks for having me on Yes, oh, man. Yeah, it's our thank pleasure. You.
1: Thank you for coming. So we were talking a little bit about it in the intro about um, your business. You got two detail shops. Um, you offer pretty much everything: PPF, um, um, ceramic coatings. You got um, you do boats, campers, a little bit of everything, right?
0: Yep, yep. So we got the two locations. We've had a, a location in Maumee, Ohio. Um, been there for about six years, wow. and then this space, which where I'm at right now. Uh, I was in Toledo. It's about twenty twenty five minutes away. It's in another part of town, closer to the Michigan border. So I could yeah. actually um, get Michigan customers as well. Nice. So, so it's it's a nice difference between the two.
1: Yeah. So they're only thirty minutes apart. That makes it nice to manage. I'm sure you're kind of bouncing back and forth a lot yeah that's that 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 that's crucial so before we dig deep on the detail shop i mean we we definitely want to talk detailing we definitely want to talk shop um but before we get to that point we kind of like to talk a little bit about things outside of detailing um some hobbies that you may have or things that you do outside of detailing is there anything you know what do you what do you do when you're not at the shop working
0: uh summertime um we're usually up at the lake uh, every weekend, I take my family up there. We go boating, hang out, hang out on the water, um, just trying to enjoy, you know, nature and get away from everything. Uh, wintertime uh, snowmobiling—that's kind oh, of really? a big thing in this area. Go up, go up north. You yeah, have go snowmobiling. Yeah. You go up to UP.
2: Never wintertime. rode a snowmobile.
1: No, you know, I was uh, at IGL and we were talking to Mike Carlin, and he does a lot of snowmobiling. and He's like, "Dude, you've got to come." He said, "It's the funnest thing." And I'm just like, "Really? I, you know, I've never, i never had a, I've never been on a snowmobile. We never had, you snow. know, <laughs> snow. <laughs> I think that's a prerequisite to a snowmobile is snow.
2: Indeed. Um, we you were talking about your. It's very then, important.
1: Yeah, you mentioned, uh, but you mentioned the lake. Uh, you mentioned being on the boat. I'm a boating guy. I've been a boating guy my whole life. Um, as long as I can remember, I want to be on a boat. Um, what is unique? I was, I was talking to Julia in our marketing department. She wanted me to ask this question. You she mentioned w- uh, s- surfing behind the boat. So tell us, tell us about surfing behind your boat. Is
2: that lake surfing lake is a thing? I-, I found out today.
0: Yeah. So, like, a lot of the wakeboard boats, obviously, nowadays have surf systems and when you push buttons and it brings out tabs it basically yep. displaces the water and creates a wake behind your boat you either surf you know starboard or whatever side you want to surf on sure um yeah and you, it's low impact it doesn't hurt you for like a you know a guy like me i don't i don't need to go wakeboarding and you know break up my acl or anything like that sure yeah. you get to do surfing it's 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 easy to try it's it's fun
1: that's yeah, awesome. I've seen a lot of it. So when I was when I was growing up, I had a – I bought a Centurion wakeboard boat, and uh, we did a lot of wakeboarding. So we had the wake plate and the ballast tanks and stuff, and we'd build that wake as, like, as tall as we could get it, sit everybody in the back, you know, just just drive the back of the boat in and build the wake. But it was dangerous. That's cool, man. It's dangerous. Dude, wakeboarding is dangerous. Like, your feet are fastened in this board, <laughs> and you're hauling ass. When you cross that wake, you know, you shoot out to the side and you cross, I mean, you got to commit and –
2: i mean it literally is dangerous you ever injured yourself out there
0: uh no but i was pulling a guy one time and uh broke his ankle the rope rope got caught with the rope and pulled him unfortunately that's honestly that's the only thing that could happen when you surf if you ever get a chance to do it you should try it it's it's fun
1: oh i'd love to i would absolutely love to try it we'll have to we'll have to figure that out um you know, the boat that I have now is not going to create much of a wake. I have a big pontoon boat. So <laughs> times have oh, changed, yeah. my friend.
2: Wake <laughs> yeah. boat a pontoon. Yeah,
1: makes, I, they make
0: pontoon surf boats now.
1: You're kidding? You know, listen, pontoon boats are just like I would never have said I own a pontoon boat unless it was the pontoon boat that I own. It's like the coolest one around, in my opinion. It's the coolest one around. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're, they're coming. They're, they're like they're 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 developing these pontoons that literally do anything and everything. I mean, they got twin engines now on them. They got they got them for that like like wakeboarding and surfing now too.
0: Yeah, they got ballast tanks in them and everything.
2: Oh my gosh! Are that's you going to cool. be upgrading? Soon? Yeah, <laughs> that's an right. upgrade happening. That's it. We're trading. Months <laughs> for sale. I know, nice. I have a great
1: boat for sale, by the way.
2: Um, uh, tell us about Eco Shine, man. Where did you come up with the uh, the name of your business?
0: You know, I I, I was thinking about that. It, it's it just it, it just came to me. I don't know. It just. Um, I originally started my business because I needed to pay for my wedding. And um, I was <laughs> yeah, in college at the time. I had no money. So I was like, you know, I'm just gonna start a side hustle. I'm working at the hospital. And uh, in my free time, I was gonna detail. And I ended up like blowing up uh-huh. and I just came up with the word EcoShine. It was, at the time, you know, obviously we still use VOC compliant products. We I mean, pretty sure. much any detailer does, but you know, we try to reduce the amount of water we use. We don't really do any rinses washing because in this area it's almost impossible, it's, especially yeah. during the winter time. Um, but I don't know it, it, that's a, that's a hard question to ask because like, it really just it just came to me honestly and and this is a funny story. Um, I actually found someone that used our logo. Um, it was on a Boy. piece of uh, toilet paper. I swear It was like <laughs> it had an eco me. shine on a toilet paper roll. I'm like what the? I'm like, yeah, it was crazy. How unbelievable is that? Wow
1: So you know we see all kind of names. <laughs> we see all kind of names uh, when we're selling software to is main detail, you know, you're out there as much as you are and you know, so yours is yours is actually one of a kind. Yes, and, and it's nice to see that. That's refreshing for us to see, but one that we see a lot of.
2: I'm not saying it. Okay,
1: <laughs> we see a bunch of the same ones. Okay, we won't name drop here because we don't want to make anybody feel any kind of way. I know.
2: I'd make like four or five of our customers upset but if literally, I said it. Yeah, literally,
1: there's one in particular <laughs> that we had like a couple signups yesterday, and they're the same, like back to back. And Ron screams, "I said, can you believe this?" Like, and, uh, I'll say no, it. Okay. Don't say so, it. I'll so, say it. Don't okay. say it. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say because
2: <laughs> it was whenever I tried to I created my first demo site. I can, I can guess. Site. Okay, guess. Go ahead. Yeah. Does it include
0: the word perfect or obsessed?
2: Oh no. Oh, no, but no. they're but, you're, but I they know. you yep. Yeah. Uh, Plenty of those. OCD
1: telling a lot of those are OCD. Yeah. 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 Obsessive. Close enough. You're, you're close. close enough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I thought well, I was so original when I, I created my first uh, my first demo different. site. And um, what when, was it? Uh, I forgot. It was attention to the details. It's, it's uh, a great. It's yeah. just, uh, I just like thought I was so clever, right? and, and like, and then I started seeing that I was that that wasn't original. It was very common. It was it's it was very pretty common. common. Yeah, it definitely was probably the most common one that I've seen. But you seeing, know, but it, it, it it makes sense. It does. It's, it's attention grabbing.
1: That's right. Um, and and you know, we joke around about it, but it's a it's a great name. That's right. And you know,
2: great names get read.
1: What did I tell you the other day? Uh, imitation is the best form of flattery. So That's if right. If your name's being used by others... Yeah. Us, guys then that means you know you should be flattered
2: yeah so any guys out there named ryan hagan you know uh i'm flattered (laughs) that's that's not that you continue to use that so
1: (laughs) so you know obviously you don't wake up one day with two detail shops and all that you have going on um this you said it started because uh you were paying for a wedding um you know how long you've been in the business and 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 kind of you know walk our way through i mean you didn't just wake up overnight and be as successful as you are right
0: yeah No. so we um we started, I, I believe, I started back in 2013. Um, that was when I was doing a part-time. I officially went full-time about a year later in 2014. Okay. Uh, started the business out working out of my daily driver. at a Dodge Charger at the time. I bring my own stuff, okay. hook up to the chemicals and the um, water to the, the customer's house and use yeah. their electricity. Well, then eventually we um, got a trailer and we had custom uh, skids built. And every mm-hmm. one of my mobile units, we have custom skids that kind of utilize the the, the small amount of space we have, and also makes sure. it more efficient mm-hmm. and more professional looking. We had the trailer, traded that in, and got a van, and then went from one van to three vans. Um, you know, now currently, right now, we have one van, but we're looking to get another one. But obviously, the market's kind of hard right now to get a Damn, van. Like they're telling me a year for a van that I yep. want. Yeah, yep. it's crazy. Um, but we have the shop in Maumee. We've been there for, like I said, for about six years. Uh, then we opened this location uh, which is about three times the size of that shop over there wow. um and uh you know it's just one of those situations i, I was I, we were having too much work at one location we could only pump out as much work per day yep. um you know i I made a decision you know this is a perfect location it's away from my customers and mommy in mommy and perrysburg um, so i could kind of capture some more clientele and a different audience and also kind of tap into the michigan market a little bit for people dropping stuff off um so it, it, everything aligned at once you know it's a perfect location um this is eventually going to be a drive through hand wash at some point as well Oh, nice. um, and it's right literally on a very very busy road sure um i think about 15000 cars pass by per day wow. so it's it looks great man
2: your shop looks amazing the storefront i mean it it literally it's it screams professionalism and um just like when when i saw your uniform you know um we we rock the same it's all about you know branding and and keeping it looking clean and fresh and
1: it's what you do. I mean, I, I think it's smart, and uh, I want to speak to something. that's you know, you you're, so when you started and you had your mobile units and stuff, uh, we started the same way. You know, had a shop, then had the demand to get out on the road because at a shop you can only do so much, right? You can only produce so much work through one shop. You're you're bound by the walls and the size of your shop. Mm-hmm. So you think, okay, let's go out on the road. We can go chase that work, and we did that for years. We started trucking trailer, brought our water, brought just like just like you guys did. Um, then ended up going to transit vans, um, dropping back, had a few transit vans out on the road, um, and those did well for us. Um, and we just made the decision, though, recently, um, because we had reduced down to one transit, and now we, I sold that transit, and we decided to just bring it all back in-house. Our shop was busier than we could keep up with anyway. And I was, you know, my guys, when we when we travel, we go down to, like, uh, the beach area, and we're doing large boats. So my guys are down there for weeks on end. And you know, living in a hotel, they're out in the elements, and so we made the decision just to bring them back and, and drop back to in-house for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and these things, you, you, you make these decisions in business and, you know, you try to do what's best for the company and what works out, you know, for, for the guys and girls that are involved sure. and with it. So, you know, changing and evolving from, you know, truck and trailer to van and then new vans and skids, you know, all that's just part of business. And you develop these processes that help a thing, you know, help everybody out and make you more efficient. I love it. I love
0: it. Yep, it's a process, man. That's why we get rid of the two vans. There's nothing wrong with them. Um, they were great, but we got to the point I was stretched thin and yeah. they weren't being used what they were used for. And you know, I, I want to build the ultimate van and I want to have one van yeah. at one shop, one van at the other shop and just call it a day and that's it.
1: You kind of consolidate as you, the, the longer you're in business, do you find yourself consolidating and like when you start, you want to do everything. Okay. Like, like we're going to do all this right. stuff and then you get into it and you're like, okay, what's making me money? What's what's costing me, str- causing me stress right. and what's making me money making the company money and you start to say okay well this thing you know I can eliminate this or I can eliminate that when well, it's fine-tuning you know your process and and what is it also it's 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 really neat to hear his story you know because it kind of stream it runs right beside mine and yep. and you know you you know yeah we want to have a hundred vans out and you're like whoa, real quick you know first of all you got to staff those vans and that's an issue in itself
2: and the, um, speaking of yeah. adding services too, I mean, uh-huh. you recently, well, I say recently, but, um, you know, you've moved into also offering, uh, PPF and, um, how's, how's that kind of, you know, worked for you and, and how do you see your business changing, uh, once you added that?
0: Yeah, I've been doing about, uh, PPF for a solid three years now by myself, um, you know, I struggled at first because, like, the, the shop environment is really key. You know, when I'm at the other shop and we only had mommy, I had guys polishing across the room so you have contamination underneath the film. Oh, you know, you get that and you don't see it to the next day. Um, so since we moved to this location, we have a dedicated PPF room. It's only nice. PPF car. cars go in there. It's a garage door, um, heat by itself in there. It's, it's great. Um, the installs have gotten a lot better. Um, sure. Ever since I moved to this location, I've actually – became very profitable with PPF, and um, the work speaks for itself, you know, just like anything in the detailing industry, uh, when you get these new cars, like especially a lot of the Corvettes we've been getting, uh, they trickle, you know, one guy tells the next guy, you know, tells his friend because he bought a Corvette, Um, so, you know, that's that's probably the most popular car we've done since we've gotten here, we've done about eight of them so far, Wow! Wow. Um, so it's, It's definitely added service. It takes some patience. Um, It takes some money to get used to it, but it it, it pays off and then we're kind of to that point now we're getting so much and I kind of want to step back and I want to run the business uh, rather than being working in the business. At one point I did do that until I took on PPF. Um, So I'm I'm looking to hire some people in and and get them trained adequately on doing an assisting only.
1: You know i i think i love that you bring that up because in the detailing industry it's it's plagued with guys thinking that they have to do everything or they are the only ones that can do something inside their business and something that i Always tell them and say, if you decide that you are the only person that can do that thing in your business, then you, then you will be the only person that does that thing, and that's going to be the only thing that you do. If you can't back away from that and push somebody else into it, then you can never focus on the other things inside of your business. So either you're going to have to hire somebody or they're just going to fall by the wayside and your business won't be able to grow like it needs to grow you got to be able to step back, train people to go do the things that you do to the level of quality or close to it that you can do it. They may not ever be as efficient. They're going to tear some shit up. They're going to cost you money. No question about it. But you got to be willing to put that out there, train them up, get them put in that position so you can go grow the business that you want to grow it to.
0: It's okay to be uncomfortable.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's where the growth happens, Right. Like, if, you know, like, yeah. you can't, you know, if everything's comfortable around here, then then we're, we're actually declining. We're not, there is no flat line in business. Right. It's like you're either this way or this way. Mm. And if you're not uncomfortable, dude, you're not doing shit. Modern. Like, I mean, truly. Like, like that, that's with anything in my life. Like, I feel like any time I start to get comfortable is, like, I feel like I'm declining. And so, I, I'm really, <laughs> Jessica, did you find that funny? <laughs> <laughs> they know it listen there is not it, it, you know it's week to week here um every monday we came in and uh every monday we come in and we just say you know here's what we did great last week Last week, here's what we sucked at, and here's the new things that we want to do. And it's week to week to try to chase our goals down. I love. I mean, I-, I love your mindset on that. I think it's awesome.
2: Yeah, it's always very encouraging when you have, like, you know, the absolute best week you've ever had. And then as soon as we've uh, acknowledged mm-hmm. it, it's like, all right, now don't drop the ball. Let's keep going. we got to do twice this next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't get too comfortable. Uh, right. That's right. As soon as you start getting a little too relaxed and patting yourself on the back, that's when uh, everybody takes off and you're standing behind them.
1: That's it. That's it. Good. yep that's it um so you guys i'm just curious this you know you guys uh with your staff and all do y'all have like weekly or monthly goals that y'all kind of chase after or do you just just be the best you can all the time
0: we push man yeah just push um i i want to get to the point that we're doing like numbers we we try to we try to achieve like a a a dollar amount per uh, staff member per day. Yep. Um, we usually achieve that, but I kind of want to step a little bit further than that to kind of be a little bit more profitable. Um, you know, a lot of my guys right now, they're not, um, you know, upselling customers. You know, they're I want to kind of build numbers. some type of commission-based uh, upselling for them. Um, There's a lot of things I want to do. I kind of just got to step away from the PPF stuff a little bit Mm -hmm. and kind of focus on some other aspects of the business. Give you a word of advice, something that I've implemented,
1: because I've tried every bonus structure there ever was, it seems like, and I've I've gotten really creative. But I did a profit share um, into all of my companies, 20% net profit share, and it's monthly. And so, basically, it, whatever the company profits, I cut a check back on the fifteenth, uh, divided up evenly amongst everybody in the company of twenty percent. So they affect the bottom line, and we drive my companies by numbers. So every company, every know, we have sales goals, and it's how much money we don't we don't hide behind the money. I, mm-hmm. You know, we don't hide behind our expenses. We say, okay, we got we want to hit these goals. their financial goals. We're like, how much how much in detailing do we need to do a day slash a week slash a month to meet our goal. And that's what we do, and we talk about it every single day. So in my detail shop, we have a meeting at 730. First thing we say is, okay, we did you know, $3,800 yesterday. We got 4200 on the books. We know that our goal is X, Y, Z.
2: We're either doing great or we need to pick it up. And i tell you, one of the things that I've noticed is when you do have that kind of structure, um, your guys out in the detail shop, they're going to start checking each other. You know, if everybody's getting an even split and you've got somebody that's sandbagging, yeah. they, they are much more apt to check each other. And, and I so was going to ask about you. About
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, if you ever want to talk off, you know, we can give me uh, shoot me a text or give me a call, man. I'm happy to help you out with that. I, you know, I've tried a lot of stuff, um, and uh, I think there's thirty over thirty employees here now. So, um, can I can speak to it pretty in depth, and and at least maybe give you my experience in it, and then you know, whatever that's worth.
0: Okay. Who do you have
2: um, running your other location?
0: Um, Austin. I'm. I'm. He's a. Technically, he's not an owner yet, but he's he's in the works of becoming one at some point. Awesome. Um, I I do share some profit with him to kind of you know, um, you know, kind of grease the hinges and make him you know more, you know, owner like mentality. I guess. Um, he's been running the mommy location honestly for, um, about a year and a half now. He's he does a fantastic job. Uh, He's definitely a valuable member and um, um, at my. At my business, and yeah, uh, I, I just want to look cool, for man. more people like him, you know? So,
1: yeah, and I tell you, when you, when you find those, you stick with them. So, we're, you know, everybody always asks kind of how we, you know, how we keep strong minded, strong willed people, and you just have to be on the look all the time. I was talking to Jennifer Turcott the other day when we was in IGL, and drop. Uh, uh, yeah, name drop, you yeah. <laughs> know. <laughs> Ryan, she actually texts Ryan all the time. She does, she likes to bring it up for some reason, like I care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I was talking to her, and she she just hired an employee, and she's like, you know, I just don't know how to go from one to two, and blah blah. And I said, well, you always be looking for number two, like you always be looking for the next one. And she said, well, I'm not ready to hire, and so you never will be. You'll never if if you start to look for them the moment you need them, then you're already behind, and That's you're gonna true. lose the business that you had to get there. So you always be yep. looking for that next hire everywhere. I was talking to another friend of mine, I, and, and he owns a plumbing company. He's like, man, how do you do it? I said, because everywhere I go, I'm recruiting. I'm like Nick Saban out there, yep. man. I don't know if you know, but I'm like, everywhere I go, I'm talking to – I tried to hire the kid from Jersey Mike's up here that day. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, dude, I can change your life, man. You come <laughs> to work for me, I can change your life. And uh, he's like, I think I'll stay in the air conditioner. <laughs> 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 yes, but that's how you build, man. You gotta, you gotta network with people. I'm not playing you, dude. Yeah, you gotta ask, and and that's how that's how we built the team. You look for those strong minded. I don't care what they know. I want to know. I want to see their energy. I want to see how you know how strong willed they are. Like, what is their work ethic? And if they, if it's good, dude, I, mean, I can teach you how to do whatever you're doing. But all I need to know is that you're gonna show up every day and bust ass and give me your best, and, and you're hired.
2: Man, there's, uh, we got this kid Ben who um, we put on the software. I think he's he's still 17 years old. Um, he he's able to now run his business doing co-ops. So he, you know, gets to leave school at 10:30. But the hustle on this kid, yeah. you know, they they just they're they're not falling off the tree, guys like that, you know, Um, to have that kind of hunger and inspiration. And I'm sure Ben, I mean, he's a super smart guy, but I don't see him feeling like he has to run right to college in order to to create a life for himself, Um, you know. And so I, I hope more kids kind of come out of school with that mentality that, we should learn a trade, learn a skill. Yeah. Not everybody should go to college or else everybody's just going to be sitting around with a degree and no Dude, actual skills.
1: Think about your mindset when you were 18. Like, what was going through your mind at 18 years old? Were you really ready to make that decision for the – like, this is what I want to be for the rest of my life? You're not equipped with that kind of maturity. Pull back a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I love it when you touch my mic. Justin, what's your – did you did you go to college or did you – what was your experience? <laughs>
0: Assist. Yeah, I, um, I've got a, I've got, I've got two degrees. I've got a degree in uh, exercise science. I've got a degree, uh, a master's degree in public health.
2: Nice. So,
0: don't take it. back everything you just said.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, well, so uh, did you go straight out of high school? I mean, did you know what you wanted to do? Like when you were in high school? I mean, that was that kind of a uh, you yeah. had a path. I, I wanted
0: right. to be, I wanted to be a physician assistant. Okay. So I wanted to treat people, fix people, stuff like that. Uh, went to college, did really well with my grades, uh, but I worked at Toledo Hospital, and I kind of was in that hospital setting. Um, it just, it just wasn't for me, man. I just, right. uh, I, I enjoyed my free time. I, I enjoy like, you know, not being tied down to something, um, and that's kind of where I went with it. You know, and I, you know, I, I got the master's degree as like kind of a backup. Um, sure. And that's when I started my detailing business at, the, at that time, anyway. So I was like, "Well, I might as well finish it out. It's only 18 months of you know schooling. So yeah, I got a, I got a heavy paperweight that I don't use. Yep, I've got a I've got one as well. Um, and
1: so my my background's in engineering, and uh, you know I, I don't really
2: I, I use it minimal well, I, mean, I don't know I period. saw that um that that new uh station that you created I think for the vacuums and the uh, uh, that's definitely engineering uh
1: coming into play That's the fun stuff though That's the fun stuff I love it man I nerd out on that kind of stuff um, so, look, man. What kind of new detailers? Uh, what, what advice would you give a guy? We were talking about Ben. I mean, he's been in the business. He's not necessarily a little new. Over a year. year. You, know? New, you know, there's a there's a wave. We're in like the golden uh, golden era of detailing. So there's a wave of people coming into the
0: business. What what advice would you give new detailers mm-hmm. out there? Um, I would say stick stick to what you're you're doing and do it well. Um, if you tell a customer you're going to do something, say, hey, I'm going to be there tomorrow between 8 and 9, you better b- make sure you're there between 8 and 9. Don't Absolutely. make excuses. Do exactly what you say you're going to do. Do it well. Go, go above and beyond. Like, set expectation, but go above that because um, yeah. the way you're going to grow your business is by referrals. Right. Um, you know, It's great that we have right. Facebook ads. When I started my business, uh, we didn't have that. You just had Facebook. Correct. Um, marketing wasn't a big thing on, on online yet. Um, but the best way that you could grow your business and, you know, make it sustainable is your, your client base, right. uh, making sure that your customers are happy and that they're referring new customers.
2: There's many different, um, you know, different lines of work where fake it till you make it, you know, can be applied. But um, that's definitely not something that that you can do in this industry. I mean, you're literally, you know, faking it till you make it. You're going to end up screwing something up. And- yeah,
1: you know, learning on the fly happens, but you got to have the base. You got to have the base knowledge of what you're doing. I mean,
2: we all go
1: commit to jobs like when we were coming up, you know, new in the business, that we probably didn't know everything about it but we had a good understanding and and you know and that comes from you know just just experience and learning um you know there's so many training courses out there there's so much good stuff there's a lot of bad shit too there's a <laughs> lot of training courses that are just garbage um and you should really vet those out we had a whole discussion about that when and during our training series is vetting out these trainers mm-hmm. make sure you're bringing say, if you're spending the money to train make sure it's not uh, well, make sure that the, that you vet them out, and you make sure that you pick somebody that really knows um, what they're talking about, and is, you know not just trying to sell your
2: product. So that's why we're bringing Greg Masterson down to uh, teach our um, guys. because Lord have mercy. A, oh Now uh, no, we actually got Jennifer. Uh, <laughs> you guys are such haters so on bad. my boy. Such haters on my boy. Uh, now we got Jennifer. It Terricott took me a second. Down. I was
0: like, man, what's going on?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know. I got uh, some text messages when I, um, you know, oh, mentioned I, this. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, so Ryan,
1: somebody asked somebody ask on <laughs> one of the Facebook groups about a good product supplier, okay? And so Ryan jokingly just, I mean, you know, we know Greg. He's been on the podcast. You know, everybody hates him. We, he knows that. We know that. Um, I love him. He, you know, I think he's a decent guy. I don't have any ill will towards him at all. But Ryan just, just jokingly, because he knew it would stir the pot, says, and I ask her not to do this stupid shit. By the way, um, <laughs> it's, it's just recommending Masterson, Masterson's podcast. Masterson, I was
2: first too. So yeah, I, you know. I thought and so funny. then
1: I get this barrage of texts. It's like from like you know everybody that's anybody that that's been on our <laughs> podcast and says. Dude, what's up with your boy? <laughs> like like out of all the people you could have de- suggested, Ryan, you chose Masterson's car. Care. Hey, hey, Arnuba wax. <laughs> I said so what I did was I took a screenshot of this and I put everybody in a big group with Ryan. I said, "Ryan, you want to explain this shit?" Cuz <laughs> you know, I'm not explaining it for you. <laughs>
2: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so we've actually got, yeah, we got a training class coming up here on the 20th. Yeah. And um, we're uh, IGL, Jennifer Turkout's coming down. We got Rupez coming down. um, And uh, it's going to be pretty cool, man. I I like getting all the local detailers together and and getting to spend some time with them. So, how's competition in your area? I mean, we don't really think of uh, the local detailers around us as competition. But, um, you know, so how, how do you feel about that?
0: Um,. There is competition in the area. Um, it's not really as friendly. I feel like a lot of people shoot for us because, like, yeah. we're the shop now, um, which is okay. You know, I, I try to set a standard and try to be professional about everything that I see. Uh, but you know, I, I try to stay in my lane and you know operate my business and not really worry about anyone else. Um, that's kind of how I think would be the best way to grow and kind of stay out of that. You know, like you said, uh, imitation is the best form of flattery. Yep. Um, at some point, I guarantee you some of my competitors will start offering PPF, and I'll fix their jobs, and you absolutely, know, and you
1: will. I'll
0: make money off of it. Yep. Um, you know, a lot of shops are starting to do ceramic coatings when we started. Um, you know, one of the bigger like uh, dealership uh, shops in town. Um, you know, I, I remember back in the day, they were telling my customers that uh, ceramic coatings will flake off your car and it'll be very yep. noticeable. Yep. But now they offer two different types of coatings, so <laughs> yeah. You know, Stuff like that. But, that's I, but I, honestly, man, I, I, I'm not opposed to um, my competition learning from us and, you know, see how we grow our business. At some point, I'd like to offer some type of training course here for people to come in and uh, see our shop and see how we do things and, you know, just kind of bounce ideas off each other. That's how we grow this industry. That's right. That's know? it right there. You hit, the nail,
1: you hit the nail on the head. So that's what, you know, that's what we've done for the last few years. Uh, we have Rupes in. Well, for the last four years, we've had Rupes in, and uh, they come out, and I invite all the local detailers. It doesn't cost them a dime. Um, uh, our local supplier S&M products always kicks in and helps out and uh, you know we invite everybody out there they, we, we go into the shop Rupes does their just you know shows out their products and does a little slideshow presentation stuff and it's it's awesome to network with these guys that we're all in the same industry and it helps us get on the same page as far as some things go and it kind of eliminates the issues of, like, well, you know, uh, all the price shopping and things like that. If we can all get similar and we can all get on the same page, then quality and, and location just, you know, works everything else out. Right. And, uh, of course, it's not always yeah. a perfect world. I mean, you know, there, there are guys in our area that do things cheaper or do things differently, and that's fine. That's that's their prerogative, and they can do it. Um, but, you know, I think that to, to welcome that, competition and welcome that you know open kind of relationship where you're dealing with these guys on a on a regular basis and and and, you know having them in your shop i think it's awesome it's worked great for us and, and we've enjoyed it
0: yeah definitely something to consider you know i've um i'd like to kind of grow the detail because like, i mean in any area any area you start hearing more about these types of services like ceramic coatings are becoming obviously a big thing to, mm. the last couple of years mm-hmm. back then you had to explain to the customers but now you're getting oh, customers yeah. coming in they're already educated yeah. they already know what's going on they already know what to expect and they just want to see that on. you know what you're talking about so yes. if you if everyone in town offering the same type of process and you're kind of on the same price range let I me mean, it's a it's a fair playing field you know Absolutely. everyone gets to decide where they want to go and let the customers decide at that point that's right that's exactly right so I, i'm going to
1: question usually ryan asks this question but i want to know how software uh impacted your business i want to know like you know obviously you use detail bookie um, just because of the series that we're on we don't just assume that uh we know um how has the software affected your business
0: so uh when we've obviously first chatted uh, we went back and forth with getting the program uh implemented here mm-hmm. uh it took some time and we're still just getting into the, the heap of things sure. Uh, but having I'll tell you what having two locations um, greatly helps I have, I have two different detail bookies set up sure. for both locations mm-hmm. yes um, I could see exactly what's going on over at mommy I don't even mm-hmm. I don't even make a phone call they came in are you, are you almost done with that car right. or is—are have you started on that car I know exactly am I getting payment are the payments getting submitted yep. we, we struggled before we had detail bookie with getting payments I mean we would get outstanding invoices you know at mm-hmm. some times of plus 10,000 plus dollars. Sure. And you know, where's the money guys But you got to make sure you're getting this payment when you're getting your details are done. Yep.
1: Um,
0: ever uh, since then, you know, our, our, our invoices are paid immediately. Um, our outstanding invoices aren't very large. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we're not missing. That's another thing too, is like we would miss some customers to send invoices. So people yeah. get some free yep. details.
1: Things fall through the cracks. And that's not
0: okay. I'm not in the business the of losing money. <clears throat> yep. Um, so now detail tell you obviously, um, doesn't allow that. It's impossible. Yeah, it's right. impossible. That's right.
1: You know, and and I think that you know, putting it to work for you, you got to use it. You got to book the jobs through the system. You know, and and that's one of the struggles that I think guys have when they start using it, is they're so and they're so used to doing it one way, mm-hmm. and and so they kind of like try to do it halfway. And like, well, this car just rolled in. We just did it, you know. And, and like once you get out of that mentality and you put everything, it, it literally, if it's a free job, like if we're doing something just a touch-up, we still book the job. We still put it in our system. And uh, we book every single thing that comes through our shop in the system. And now we know everything that we've done. We're able to follow up with those customers. We're able to just, I mean, everything just happens around us. And that's what software is allowed, and you don't even have to think about it.
2: yeah and it took us a while uh you know it it took us um you know a a good little while to get you kind of feeling where you know it was going to make sense and and that it was going to get set up and and do what it needed to do um but i know once you got that second location and and you pretty much figured it out on that um you know it's just been uh i I just been enjoying watching you grow and 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 you know where, where you uh I know where you're going, you know what I'm saying? So we're yeah, we're all awesome. kinda heading there. So uh, just appreciate you appreciate and um, you know we, So so guys wanting
1: to find you, know, you find you, where can they find you at? Um, Facebook, Instagram, social medias, what kind of well, you only fans. Where can find
0: you?
1: <laughs> That's the <laughs> hey, that's the first you that. one you look for. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, uh, yeah, that, only that one. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, uh, Instagram. Um, okay. you know, my, my wife is trying to get me to get a TikTok and I'm not I'm not too keen on it. Sure. I don't know. I don't know, uh, yeah. but our website and stuff like that too. But we're on social media mostly Facebook. You know, I'm trying to grow the Instagram. It seems like sure. it's funny because I hire these kids, they're younger kids, in right, and I ask them like, yeah. Do "You guys have a Facebook?" They're like, "No." Yeah,
1: you're right. You're right. You are right. Facebook? Have a Facebook? Be- became That's the like the people.
0: older generation. It's weird. It's weird to me too. I guess because I'm one of the old guys. I know. I don't accept it. <laughs> uh, I, but you're gonna see a transition. I'm gonna start moving into like those types of social media because yeah. Facebook's gonna become a thing in the past at some point. It is. It absolutely is. And that's what, I
1: mean, we've got our TikTok. We've just uh, started pushing it. We have uh, Brooke here that works for the marketing company. She is actually TikTok famous. Oh, yeah. She she goes
2: viral all the time. She, she
1: does. And so she works for us. We didn't know that when we hired her, by the way. We just, uh, we hired her out of college and she with mm-hmm. a marketing degree. And uh, then, by the way, she's like, oh, have you seen my, or, no, I don't think, no, she didn't even say it. Somebody found it and it was like holy shit has anybody seen brooke's tiktok it's like millions of views all the time you know like we're like uh brooke could you help us out with our tiktok and so so she's she's obviously taking over that into things for us (laughs) because i don't know what the hell tiktok is all i know let me let me tell you what i know about tiktok so i have the app on my phone um, because people are sending me videos and and stuff so um i have an account i don't have any followers or anything like that but I do know when I pull up my app, there is nothing but women shaking their asses in my on my TikTok thing, and I'm like trapped in this tunnel land, and I'm like, my wife would kick my ass. Why do these women just keep popping up on my TikTok? I'm like,
2: dude, why do they do this? It's algorithms, bro. You know, because on mine I just got a bunch of detail shops, Jard Masterson, online. You know, so a liar. I don't know how you ended up with that <laughs> on yours. I'm not like,
1: kidding, yes, dude. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I mean, but I keep looking like
2: <laughs> algorithms work. <laughs>
1: so anyways alright man listen we gotta jump off here we gotta finish up our show uh, appreciate you taking the time out and talking to us appreciate your business in the software and uh, dude wish you nothing but success holler at me sometime if you want to talk about um, uh, about the employees and and, and different bonus structures man I, I love to chat about those things and maybe I can help you out some
0: tell Austin I said what's up
1: yeah
0: awesome, uh, will brother. do man I appreciate it guys you have a good one you all right, too you man too.
1: thank you have a good See one ya. Alright, man. Well, hey, that was a great,
2: great every time, man. I love this. Yeah.
1: It was awesome. Um, but now it's time for our favorite part of the show.
2: That's right, Jessica. What time is it? Right, Timing so is impeccable. It is, and this is um, this is always you know my time to shine. I yes, feel it is. Like. Yeah, uh, so, you, you always kill this. <laughs> yeah, I always hack it up. So uh, today, what we did for the hack was um, basically what we did was we took some compound okay. and we used uh, some Q-tips to get in there uh, in those emblems in those hard to reach spots, mm-hmm. and man, it came out nice yeah so about that okay so he's
1: kind of right you know he, he did we he used a fine polish okay and so basically inside the emblems you know they're always dirty they're always stained and they're not that easy to get you can't get a polisher in there so we take a q-tip and we work that polish around the edges and that helps us clean those little tight areas and uh, make them look like the rest of the car when you're done detailing so ryan didn't absolutely hack that up i mean he kind of got it right um, one thing you want to make sure is that you're not, you know, you're not um, polishing on the emblem too hard because mm-hmm. it's just coated plastic, you know, so you can scratch it up. Sure. Um, Q-tip, make sure that it's really soft because it could, you know, the tip of it can scratch it. Oh yeah, no dollar store Q-tips there. No, you want to use the big fat boys. Yeah, you know?
2: yeah, not the thin ones. Um,
1: also to clean inside those, you can also take a little acid.
2: Um, if it's really dirty, Dude, I, I stopped taking acid after college, bro.
1: Really? Yeah. I, that's a weekend thing
2: for me. Oh. you know,
1: I'm a Friday night kind of, you know.
2: That's die. where those ideas come from.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, so now you could take a little acid and put on a rag and clean inside those emblems too. Um, so just that's uh, a great hack. I, yeah. I, you know, guys, y'all did a really good job picking that one out. Um, it's great. These detailers like that um, that don't know that will change your life. That's going to help you out big time. So cleaning emblems. Using the Q-tip, using some polish. Make mm-hmm. sure you clean it up real nice afterwards, and you're good to go. Um, absolutely wonderful show. We got an even better one lined up next week with Chris Wilkins That's from right. So Fresh. It's so clean. clean, clean.
2: Yeah, and uh,
1: he's uh, always the cleanest guy in the round. Uh, this uh, dude's so well dressed and just like on point. Talking
2: about cool factor, that dude owns cool. He does. Um, he does. And We're excited to have him. You know, back on. He he's joined us before. Yeah, um, and, and he's
1: actually Mobile Detailer of the Year.
2: Um, uh, yeah. He accepted
1: that award at SDC. He was the SDC Mobile
2: Detailer of the Year. That's right. Okay. Well,
1: look, man, can't wait to have him on. Appreciate everybody that hung around.
2: Hopefully, Hold you learned on, something. Hold on, Dustin. Um, not relax. Not yet. We're not, oh not yet. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Do yeah. yeah. it. Was. i to wrap it up. <laughs> All right. So, what we're going to do now, we actually know who our next guest is. It's Chris Wilkins. So, what we're going to do right now is Let's we're going to draw, gonna draw for, for the following week. Love it. Who you Love think? It. Who, who you, oh, there you go, Dustin. Uh, who
1: do I think? I have no idea. Right. That's what we're going to find out. Okay. All right. Drum roll, please. Okay And the next one is Kyle D- David Grossard at 180
2: Detailing. Awesome, dude. All right, Kyle. You yes. are on deck, sir. I can't wait to have that dude. He's awesome. He's got a, a really nice shop. Awesome. Right, he just does phenomenal work, man. So, and we're so not to next Friday,
1: you. but next. That's when Kyle will be on. We'll, Kyle will get you over a questionnaire and uh, look forward to talking to you. Chris Wilkins, you're on deck, brother. Be ready to hit the ball out of the park next week. And uh, appreciate everybody. Drop us a comment, drop us a share. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Spotify. Coming soon with a video on Spotify, which will make us sound so So much much. better. Uh, (laughs) See you guys next week. Thanks a lot. Take
2: it easy, bro. Peace.